I ain't too meek, I ain't too mild I'm living in the garden, I'm growing wild Wow! Welcome to Growing Wild, a show dedicated to exploring the intersection of a sustainable lifestyle through farming, art, music, and food. Our program will take you on a journey to discover how these four seemingly distinct areas of interest can come together to create a life of harmony. We will be speaking with farmers, artists, and musicians who are committed to promoting ecological balance, social justice, and creativity through their work. Join us as we explore the many ways in which we all can contribute to the building of a more sustainable and equitable world. On today's show, Scott Palm and I, Hannah Thomas, spent the day with Tom Blue Wolf, founder and director of Earthkeepers and Company, a nonprofit organization dedicated to educating people of all ages on the importance of the relationship of the earth and each other. He is a charter member of the World Council of Elders, the Indigenous Healers Association, and travels the world teaching workshops, conducting ceremonies, and inspiring hearts with the message of peace and harmony. Tom is a Native American spiritual guide, tribal ambassador, peacemaker, and faith keeper. He is a musician, artist, herbalist, naturopath, environmentalist, author, and lecturer. Tom was born in southern Alabama, raised and taught in the traditional ways by his Creek grandparents, and has tribal affiliation with the Yafala Band, Star Clan of the Eastern Lower Muscogee Nation. Here is part of our conversation. I'm from, well, I'm originally You're not talking about bananas. Yeah, plantain no. is like a vegetable, right? Plantain. Well, there's there's plantain like the bananas they cook down in Cuba and stuff like that. But then there's a a, a veggie plantain. It, it looks like spinach. Little green leaves that come out. It has little shoots that come up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's like kale. I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, you could gather enough plantain and dandelion roots and dandelion leaves and even the flowers. The whole thing is edible. Dandelion root is a substitute for coffee for a lot of people because it's got that kind of bold taste to it, you know. And it's good for your kidneys and it's good for you. It's not like coffee that's got so many controversial things. I love it. But. And it's, it's like a detox, right, yeah. too? Like a, what? Uh, dandelion, isn't it? Good for detox? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. I think I've had it in a tea. Yeah. And so, but... So once you start looking around, you'll see oh, there's food everywhere. Yeah. And so, um, but... One of the, it's so crazy, but the the challenge we face is trying to convince somebody because people are so into their palate. Mm. If it don't taste good, you know what I mean? Or if it don't have the texture of meat or whatever, you know, the conversation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to explore. They, they're not willing to give up a certain level of comfort zone mm-hmm. to move into something that would satisfy them nutritionally and be more beneficial for the planet, but yeah. yet it don't taste like a hamburger. Right. You know what I mean? And so, as odd as it is, that becomes a conversation. But it ain't going to let us, it ain't going to stop us from giving people the information like what you're talking about. Somebody's whole front, see, and this is another thing. I, I We had a people over off of uh, Gresham Road one time in Atlanta, had these gardens, and the people signed a petition in the other houses that didn't have gardens saying that this was making their neighborhood go down. HOA. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, what? This food is it's like, you need to mow your grass. That's not grass. Those right. are vegetables and fruit, you know. Right. So that was, an, I mean, I, I, don't, I resist being brought down to, you know, those conversations sure. that are just inane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, but people can grow things. And, and one of the things I'm really liking these days is how to build these little uh, coal frames mm. and little raised beds. Mm -hmm. And you can make your front yard look beautiful. Right. You, know, you can get barrels. You can get big. Well, and, and also for me is... Is I guess on a, a a bigger scale is just farming. In other words, that's more growing. Whether I do it at home, and I grow ten rows of corn, I look at that as like more farming than my gardening. And then what I call ornament because my business is landscape, so I look at it as ornamental horticulture, which is it could be pretty too, you know, it, to to make your place beautiful with stuff you could eat. Well, here's what I you know. know. Uh, it can be ornamental, but the the content of what we define as ornamental mm -hmm. would be medicinal. And mm. uh, whether it was aromatherapy mm -hmm. or whether it was dream therapy, because mm -hmm. some of these plants that are beautiful mm -hmm. create all kinds of effects, sure. psychologically, yeah. emotionally, and spiritually. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would stress mm -hmm. if, if we're going to have a garden that's okay this this is going to be my raised bed that's going to have my food in it mm -hmm. this is going to be how i'm going to decorate the ornaments so the ornaments would be uh or plants that kept bugs away you know that that when they blossomed they smell like night blooming jasmine mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so they contributed to the whole thing i would go so it wouldn't just be because it was a beautiful plant it would have to be a beautiful plant and have these other characteristics. Like sure. if you're casting parts for the play, of course, I want to well be. be this way and this way and this way. And then yeah, yeah. I would I would promote that right. if it was me. Yeah. And then so, as and I'd much have mushrooms. Mushrooms. Absolutely. Yes. Because see, that's detox. Yeah. If you can show people how, and you, the spores, they don't come up all the time, mm. but you can plant certain spores in certain areas. And certain times of the year, they'll come up. Mm. And when they do, they take all of the toxicity and like kidneys mm. and they process it, mm -hmm. put it back into the atmosphere, cleaned up. Mm. They're beautiful for mm. the environment. And there's a company called Fungi Perfecti mm -hmm. run by Paul Stamets mm. out of Washington. And he's just got so much incredible information. And I would include that in my because, I mean, now you got the biosphere. And, and, you leave out mushrooms, that's the, that's like the nervous system. Yeah. The mushrooms are going to give the whole garden a nervous system that, that connects them all. And for, in in our health and all of that processed food, now that that's about all people have, shouldn't, like, fresh, unprocessed Absolutely. Food oh, yeah. In our processed lives food, every day. It, processed food. We can walk in the backyard and... and have our well here's one thing you can do that and there's another thing that i promote and it's and it's it's controversial to some degree but i think it's a good idea during this incredible transition of this mass mass exodus mm -hmm. is to buy like lentils and various kinds of seeds like 25 50 pound bags mm -hmm. and then sprout them Mm. in these little jars under the sink or whatever, mm -hmm. and then you have, like, broccoli sprouts, or you could have lentil sprouts, sure. and you could have all these sprouts. 
It's living food. It's mm. rich in amino acids and enzymes. I mean, it's mm. really, really healthy. Pennies a day. It can right. feed five people. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. And so that would be in in uh, addition mm. to having these outside gardens. Yeah. You could have fresh sprouts every day. Yeah. You know, and I would have like a... Uh, I visited a place once upon a time called the Hippocrates Health Institute, mm -hmm. and it was in Boston, and it was run by a lady named Dr. Ann Wigmore, mm -hmm. and she is well known for introducing wheatgrass therapy into the regime of naturopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. And her whole basement and attic was filled with huge tubs and trash cans filled with sprouts, mm -hmm. and she made all these sauces out of avocados and mangoes and dates, raw food. Mm -hmm. She was a raw food enthusiast. Sure. Didn't cook anything. Right. And uh, and if she wanted to heat it up, she put it on the roof. Mm. Like she made these rice it. cakes where mm -hmm. she'd take rice sprouts, mm. put them on the roof, and it'd be like one of those little rice cakes. Mm -hmm. Sun-dried. Sure. And uh, so I, I got a big dose of what that's like. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to do from there, though, is go back into the forest mm. where we live and have it be bioregional. Mm so that people could take food from the area they live in. Mm -hmm. And so now nobody can live in the Cahada. Uh, so what we can do is this thing called wildcrafting. Mm -hmm. So what you could provide is the wildcrafted plants that are indigenous to that area, that are heirloom varieties of native plants that are healing plants. Mm -hmm. And if you know who the people are that are going to live there, you're going to know the best medicine to put in their front yard mm -hmm. based on the harmonic frequencies. Sure. You know, these people need to understand forgiveness. Mm -hmm. These people don't know how to, they, I can feel it. They need, so you put that and it'll resonate. Yeah, yeah, On sure. so many levels, nobody will know energy. why. That's, oh, that's perfect. And they yeah. won't even know why. Right. And and sure. then the smells will help, all the, all these kind of things. Yes, sir. That's, um, so the food, the wild food, like you could take Solomon's seal, mm -hmm. uh, lamb's quarters, mm. uh, trillium, you know, all yeah. these various plants that are in the forest. Mm. Put them in somebody's front yard. Give them a diet. Give them a recipe. This is how you eat it. You yeah, know, right. it has all these beautiful blossoms. And sure. Stuff. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah. Well, that absolutely answers it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very much interested in. I, it's a great a a, mm, a non-organic idea, but I I love your. Yours is organic. Your thinking and your, the way that we use the 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 soil and the planet and all of that well if you if you feel that like as i do that the earth is alive mm -hmm. everything here is alive mm -hmm. and part of the spirit that when you want to you know as an artist mm -hmm. start moving things around yep you want a harmonic convergence you want it to be you know a, a, a beautiful fit and mm -hmm. no conflict anywhere and no and and you think that matters? I think it matters. No, I know. Right. I know, because we've kind of forgotten. Yeah. Right? That, that's... And you think that matters? <laughs> yeah. Of course it matters. Right? Yeah. We, I mean, you know, it's missing, you know, in the ordinary conversation. Yeah, of it's course missing, it is. But it should be there. Yes, sir. But then you wouldn't have those two elements. Like, we can look at that tree and see what a contribution that tree is making to mm -hmm. our life mm -hmm. without ever having to try to break it up into board feet of lumber to see the value associated with it on a monetary level. Yes, sir. I don't go there. Right. And so, but that's, that's not, it's not uncommon to go there. Right. And so, but, but I'm thinking if we don't talk about it, mm -hmm. 
the more we don't talk about it, the less it'll be talked about. Right, that's right. <laughs> and then we get back into the fact that this thing is producing oxygen, which we're in short supply of these days. Yes, sir. And uh, and we share a common destiny with it. I mean, you could love the tree people. That was one of the my favorite parts of the of the trilogy. You know, was the ants. Right. You know, the trees that would oh yeah <laughs> come to the rescue. Right. And right. the hobbits. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So let's. Let's do this, and and we'll end this part, and then we'll go move your stuff, and maybe you could play with Hannah uh, some music. Um, oh, that sounds like fun. But can you say your advertising, your whatever you need? So if we do a podcast that people, if it helps you or brings people to your place, your sweat lodge, your life, your whatever. I just, you know, I don't know what that is, but... It, well, I always invite people, you know, on the the products that I make are on Amazon and in Whole Foods Market. Uh, it's the Earth Keepers uh, label with a bee pollen, uh, an herbal ointment, and a Muscogee tea. And then I have uh, Anikusa coffee, and then I have uh, CBD oil made by the Hopi out in the Four Corners area. And... Uh, our website will be up here in a few days. Uh, it's been down for construction, but it's uh, onetribetrading.com. One tribe trading. My email, if somebody wants to contact me, I'm open to conversations. I love conversations. Mm, it's bluewolf at earthkeepers.net. And um, I, was, I would like to say, you know, that um, this is something I like to think is uh, important. It's like the world is perfect. There's just a lot of people having a bad conversation. So what I'm suggesting is that we who are here together agree to raise the level of our personal poetry so that everything we say to each other is a reflection of what we hold dear in our hearts about what it means to be a human walking together on the earth right now in this precious time. I think that's a good, that's a good, uh, a good frame, a good, a good introduction into uh, you know, appreciating this life. Because our people say we don't have rights, human rights. What a ridiculous idea! What we have as human beings are responsibilities and obligations to take care of this place. You know, stewards and shepherds and caregivers. You know, that's that's the uh, medicinal, uh, spiritual, emotional, physical solution to a lot of the chaos today is those are missing. They're absent. We need to bring them back. Poets, singers, dancers, magicians, musicians, artists, people who enjoy the ride. Mm. You know, we need more of that. Mm. Mm. We, we, yeah. we talked about all of that exact stuff on the way up here. Because exactly. that's, that's what we are. Exactly. All of us right yeah, here. We need more of it. Exactly. We're, we're all, we're that. And trying, we were driving, trying to figure out what we are. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is, yep. you know? Yeah. So, well, thank you, my friend. And um, we're going to go listen to you play the guitar and sing a little. Okie dokie. All right.
awful serious over there. Yeah. We're working on that. <laughs> I can tell. This is a jug band song. Got blues from my baby down beside the San Francisco Bay. for listening to this episode of Growing Wild, where we visited and had a thought-provoking chat with Tom Blue Wolf and Talking Rock Georgia about getting back to our roots, healing, and understanding the essence of a thriving earth. To learn more about Tom Blue Wolf, Earth Keepers, and One Tribe Trading Company, check out earthkeepers.net. One Tribe Trading Company products can be found in Whole Foods Market stores. Today's episode is brought to you by Scott Palmer Landscaping Company in Covington, Georgia. Call Scott today to make your landscaping dreams into reality. 404-210-5207. That's 404-210-5207. Growing Wild is produced by Scott Palma and Hannah Thomas and mixed and edited by Brandon Ellerby. Join us next time on Growing Wild as we continue to explore the world of sustainable living through art, music, food, and farming and connect with more of our friends.